Welcome to the VRV Podcast, where we highlight different better-known businesses and nonprofits. All right, everybody, it's Justin Clark here with Veterans Referring Veterans, and I've got an awesome woodworker on with us today that I'm so excited to highlight. I've got Jason on board with Veteran Custom Woodworks, and you're coming out of Fort Worth. So, Jason, welcome to the VRV Podcast, brother. And please tell us a bit about yourself, what you do, and your military history, if you don't mind, brother. Yeah, I appreciate it, and uh, happy to be here with you guys. Um, so I'm a, I was active duty for 12 years in the Air Force. I worked with the Office of Special Investigations, which took, which took me, obviously, all around the country, two deployments, Korea. Uh, you know, I was liaison to FBI headquarters, and then uh, the wonderful uh, reduction in force of 2015 hit. And I was, yeah, I was, I was let go. And uh, then I joined the reserves about a year later, because that process takes forever, if you don't know. Um, (laughs) And then I've been in the reserves for uh, a little over four years now. And I got three and some change left. And I just uh, picked up a position out of the Fort Worth Joint Naval Base uh, right by our house. So I don't have to be at the Pentagon anymore. Right as a civilian, I work in Irving with uh, Defense Counterintelligence and Security Agency. So are you doing the same thing in the reserves you were doing active? Nope. Uh, totally out of that job now. Um, I just uh, picked up a, basically a staff job on wing staff at the, at the base in Fort Worth. All right. Right on. So, yep. hey, and for some of our listeners that may not know, dude, do you want to explain to them kind of what OSI does? Because it's, and I don't even know their full reach of everything. This <laughs> little FBI within the, <laughs> within yeah, the military. No, no, that's, that's what I was, uh, that's what I was told when, when uh, I looked into it. Cause uh, kind of a funny story. Uh, I saw point break when I was a kid, the original <laughs> one, the good one, not the new <laughs> one that came out. Um, and I was fascinated with the FBI, so my entire time I was like, I want to be in the FBI. Uh, but my Air, my dad was Air Force for 23 years. His uh, his dad was in the Army. Uh, his mom was an Army nurse. So he's like, well, why don't you try the Air Force and then maybe do your four years and then go to the FBI? And I said, that's, that's not a bad plan. Yeah. And then, then when I was doing ROTC at Colorado State, he sent me something on the computer uh about osi and i had no idea i never heard of him before Mm -hmm. and that's what he basically said he's like it looks like he's like it's like the fbi and osi and in the air force i said oh well that would be an even better stepping stone to the fbi um so you're doing fbi stuff with uh, air force benefits you know who who wouldn't want that uh and then you know i I got into osi which uh for rotc they they have about 20 slots a year um to compete for that and i got one of those 20 slots and i came in as a second lieutenant into osi and worked criminal investigations which osi runs felony levels so suicides uh sexual assaults murders drug cases um you know people going awol we gotta get them Uh, and then you got fraud so i did that at little rock and then I went to Korea, worked war planning and exercises for a year, protective service operations, uh, counterintelligence. Then I went to Buckley, did some strategic CI stuff. Then I deployed to Iraq, did counterterrorism. I was in Qatar, uh, Kuwait, and Bahrain at that time, working CTCI stuff. 
And then came back home, then went to uh, Pope, and I was the detachment commander at Pope down uh, at Fort Bragg, and then got to deploy <laughs> out of there again, and went to Oman as the detachment commander out in Oman, running the CICT stuff, and then came back, and then PCS to uh, up here at DC, and I was the FBI liaison until uh, until I got out in 2015. Right on, dude. That's way yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah a, lot of, a lot of stuff. Yeah, no, that was one of those kind of uh, those career fields I never knew about till we got in. I was like, "Oh, that is freaking cool, man!" And so now, yeah. now obviously being out, and I run to you know, I'll run into the OSI guys out and about, not not wearing your typical uniforms. Yep, yep. <laughs> but they, you know, they got some stories. So yeah, it's, uh, yeah. especially with the whole, you know, and with the drug stuff and this and that. So it's um very interesting career field. It's it's um not very monotonous, I'm sure. No, you had to, you know, when NCIS came out with their TV show, basically people were like, what's OSI? And then you're like, you seen NCIS? They're like, yeah, I love that show. Well, that's us in the Air Force. And they said, well, where's your show? And I said, well, funny story. They actually approached OSI first for the show back yeah. in like 2004, 2005. Mm-hmm. And OSI turned it down because they didn't want, you know, exposure. maybe bad exposure or bad publicity. I'm like, well, look how that worked out because everybody knows NCIS and they don't have a recruiting problem. So, right, uh, right. So, you know, you, you take the good with the bad, but everybody knows who NCIS is now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right on, dude. So, you now, the reason why we all met, you're a, you're a woodworker and you make flags <laughs> and yeah. All sorts of assorted stuff. But what's really cool with yours, which so many other woodworkers, and I know you've heard me say this before, is, you know, we've got so many different woodworkers out there. But oh, yeah. everybody is so unique and different. Yep. And yours is truly one of those, man. Because I even, I'm staring at one of your flags you sent me. He sent me out a VRV flag. Uh, it's basically the American flag. And then he threw the uh, VRV logo on where the stars are. And you had to have hand-carved that. Yeah, that, that was all. All I have is a Dremel uh, for all the carving, so I don't yeah. use a, a CNC machine. Um, it's it's basically a Dremel, miter saw, uh, a torch, you know, different color stains, and a scroll saw, which I've just started using, and that's about it. Right on, dude. Now, yeah. is this how did you get into woodworking? Is this something that's kind of you just picked up, or is from family stuff or how how'd you get into this uh so when we were still in colorado we were up in fort collins and we went to one of the stores up there and they had a couple of the wood colorado flags but at the time i didn't you know i didn't know too much about them and they were being sold for kind of what i thought was a little too much and i was like <laughs> that looks like it's screen printed on like really thin wood and they were selling them for like 80 bucks mm. i'm like well I said, I could probably make that. And my wife at the time, you know, she's like, you're not that handy. <laughs> I was like, well, <laughs> maybe I'm not that handy, but I could probably figure out how to do that. Right. Um, so after we moved to Virginia, you know, we, we took apart a big old pallet that had this hot tub on it that we got rid of. And I just took three pieces of pallet wood. And I was like, well, let me, let me just try to do something. And I just made, just made my first one, which was a Colorado one, which is hanging in my garage. I just made that out of basically stain that I got and just drew it freehand and then hung it up. I was like, okay, well, I was like, I could probably do better than that. And then I started watching YouTube, uh, Jeff Furr, uh, in our, 
in our rustic flag makers group, we call him the Godfather because mm. all of us have watched his videos on how to make these flags. Okay. Um, so I watched that, you know, got another tool, got another tool and just started working, working like that. The first couple of flags I made were Colorado flags. And then my first American flag, I hadn't torched. It was just straight red, white, and blue. But then you kind of see two years later, the different character and style that you can get to when you torch them or do different things right. just try to try to add your add your character onto these flags you know try to do different things here and there um, they're all they're all made to order um, because honestly i don't have time to make a bunch of stock um, but sometimes if i get a creative juice and i want i want to make something different i'll make it and then i'll try to sell it mm-hmm. right on yeah it's it's extremely unique and i think people love that where where they're getting that flag and they know it's not mass produced. You know, you yep. took the time and, you know, blood and sweat and putting it all into that flag. So it's really cool. And I actually had this flag out and we were just talking. Um, I was at, we had a vendor booth out at the Oktoberfest and I had one of your flags and another one of the other woodworkers flags out there. And everybody was, there was no flag that was better than the other. Everybody loved each flag and everybody, you know, certain people geared towards each one. But overall, yeah. everybody loved each one, and that's what's what's super cool, and why I think a lot of people just because the market is you know highly saturated with woodworkers, it is. Yeah. somebody out there is going to want your work, you know, with you being unique and all that. And seriously, you're one of the he carved the VRV logo, and it says "Veterans Referring Veterans" on it, like extremely <laughs> detailed, man. Like that's that's it's incredible, man. You did a really good job. Yeah, I appreciate so, it. There's there's been a few that have been you know more intense than the others uh i've done two uh thin blue line flags with the police prayer on it mm-hmm. and that that takes a lot of time because right. you not only have to make your regular flag with the blue line then you have to print out all the words then you have to lay down kind of your carbon tracing paper on the flag then you got to make sure the letters are hopefully as straight as possible and then trace those onto the flag. And then once you do that, then I carve it out. So okay. it's those, I mean, I get a lot out of those because those are really meaningful to the people who buy them for others or just making it. And, you know, I don't, I don't feel bad making it, but it takes a lot of time. The last one I made went a lot quicker because I just kind of took my time. I didn't have a, you know, suspense to get that one done. So it was a little easier on me. Well, and one of those flags too, because you're talking where you had it written, basically where the stripes are. Yep. Um, now, are you are you doing that once the flag is complete, or are you doing them kind of each individually and then assembling after? No, I I put the entire flag together and then I put the words on, so at least the strips are stable. Because if I do it on one strip without any kind of support there, it'll turn and all uh, that I stuff. So I just I just get the flag knocked out real quick and then take my time on the words right on so like a flag like that what's your what's your estimated time of completion on that uh it really depends on other flags that i have going uh you know the second time i made it uh, my buddy got it for his son who was a cop down in louisiana um so he said you know no rush so i was able to make the flag pretty quick and you know a few hours on a weekend and then just took the time with the words like i'd come home after work uh, trace trace some words on a couple strips and then next night trace more words and get get the words traced out and then when it comes to carving them out 
doesn't take too long. I can knock that out maybe during the week and two nights, but usually I do my stuff on the weekend. So right on, dude. That's awesome. So yep. beyond the beyond the flags, what other type of uh, stuff do you do? Like for people listening that want to check out your work. Um, so you know, I'll do. I'll do custom American flags. I'll do regular American flags. Uh, the Betsy Ross ones are fun to make. Um, the uh, I started making kind of the Texas state cutout flags. Started yeah, that saw, recently. Yeah, yeah. Those look good, um, man. yeah, it's not too bad. Um, I've made like I guess a couple signs for people. Uh, mm -hmm. Made one for my buddy's uh, charity that he supports, the Cystic Fibrosis. Uh, made one for their charity for them to have at their booths and stuff like that um you know bottle openers i can i can knock those out pretty easy uh anybody can really it's just yeah. you know i still have some hanging around um what else i just made a i just made like some wall art for my new nephew's room um because we're like well we could buy something like that but i'd rather make it for him yeah you know and yeah. then that that way it's got that connection to family and all exactly that stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just, you know, I've, uh, I've made those, uh, I've got those epoxy coasters that are still out there for sale with the ammo casings in them. Um, oh yes, yes. Those are really cool. Yeah. And then, so. Well, in one of your flags, we were talking earlier too, um, two things I want to bring up with the charities as well, but you've got, you, you've got one of your, is it a Betsy Ross flag that's, that's up for auction? Yeah. So the, uh, yeah, the, it's uh, basically kind of a subdued Betsy Ross style flag with the uh, two from the second amendment in the union. And it's 13 ammo casings instead mm -hmm. of the 13 stars. And that's actually up for auction uh, for a veteran powered films auction. It's 32 auctions.com uh, backslash VPF. And they're raising money basically to support veterans in the film industry and the media industry to push them moving forward like you know there's veterans directing music videos movies uh the the one that i've been supporting through the last couple of years is a it's a movie coming out soon called tango down um i was gonna try to make them a flag when i was starting and it was during christmas time and shipping was like 200 bucks mm. for the flag. And I was like, well, I can't do that right now. <laughs> I can't, yeah. you know, because they, they, they couldn't pay me for, for the shipping. So I was like, I can't ship that for $200. I've shipped a flag for 178 to Hawaii. But that was a mm. that was a gift to NCIS person. And it was, you know, chipped in by everybody in the office. But, yeah, 200 for shipping is not normal. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, that's I think that's. That's one thing that's kind of the downfalls, like the, the shipping that includes, because your flag is not, not light. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's it's, good, uh, it's it's solid. Um, it's about because I what I ship it in is a Home Depot TV box. Um, that way, it's got the foam corners. It's in another bag within the box. The box is usually sixteen, seventeen bucks, and then depending where you are, um, shipping on top of that. Uh, but you know, I've. I've made my own boxes and I've shipped to DC from Texas for like 26 bucks. Hmm. Um, so, you know, I don't make any money on shipping and I use FedEx business. So every time I ship, shipping gets cheaper. Yeah. So I'm, I'm not trying to make people spend a lot for shipping, but I'm not going to pay for shipping myself either. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. Well, that's sweet. So 
your work, you're making these awesome flags and stuff, but then you're really dedicated towards charities. So I think, what is it like every month you're choosing a different charity for some of your profits to go towards? Yep. So uh, usually 10% of every sale um, at the end of the month, I add it up and then I, I'll usually have a charity picked out and then I will, I will put the money towards that charity and to be open and upfront with people, I show them that I did actually <laughs> put the money towards charity. You know, yeah. I show them the email confirmation or whatever the screen says. That way everybody knows I'm not just like trying to get sales by saying, Hey, I'm going to give All 10% right. to a charity. Um, you can see it. I'm upfront and honest about it. Um, it's sad you got to be that way in this world right now, but it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's craziness. So yeah, it's, it's bad. Um, you know, last December, I think I gave more of uh, more percentage to Toys for Tots, um, the Marine uh, Foundation. Right. Um, and what I did with that is I took the money that I earned that month from Flags and I went and bought toys and then dropped them off for Toys oh, for Tots. Cool, so, so that was that was a little different way of using the money for for a charity. You know, yeah, I had, had my had my kids pick out a couple toys for different kids. You know, that they thought they like and you know, throw them in there and there they go. That's sweet, man. And that's, I'm yeah. sure your kid, my kids love doing that stuff, man. So I, I oh, that's, yeah. that's good. You're teaching that. So good job, man. That's sweet. Yeah. Right on brother. So quick question. If you're, if you've got somebody, well, two for you, um, what advice would you give somebody that's, that's stepping into the woodworking world? Like something, some advice that you wish you would have received when you were just kind of embarking on this adventure you got going on. Uh, so we do this frequently in our, our rustic flag makers group. Oh, do you? Uh, yeah, we, we started with like maybe 20 people, maybe last year, year and a half. Now we've got over a thousand. Wow. So it, sh it shows you how many people are making flags and mm -hmm. there's some really awesome people out there. Obviously some have machines, which is cool. Um, you know, we, we, some of us that are still hand carving stuff kind of, you know, they're like handmade and you're like, well, you pushed a button. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you still have to stain it. You still have to cut it. You still have to put it together. So that's, that's time as well. Right. Um, but I mean, if you're starting out trying to make these, honestly, it's kind of trial and error. You see what you like. Um, obviously you need a few tools, which some people may already have. I didn't have that many tools when I started, but you definitely, I think you need a sliding miter saw, um, either a jigsaw or something to kind of even off the ends of the flag um and then you've got you know you just get whatever stain you want um mm -hmm. if, you, if you like the torch look get a torch if you don't if you like them clean you know don't worry about it um and then a sander for sure so you're not like screwing up all your brushes when you're trying to stain it <laughs> and all the splinters come up so yeah um but yeah it's just i mean there's so many videos out there a lot of people now are making the wavy flags with their grinder um you know people are making the the coin coin rack flags so you need a router for that or a table saw. Yeah. Um, it just depends how much room you have and maybe how much startup money you want to put into it. <laughs> yeah, right on. Yeah. Well, sweet brother. And then, you know, I kind of got another question for you because this is different coming from the OSI perspective on it. But what would advice, and granted all branches included, what advice would you give somebody that's just about to join the military, like stepping into boot tomorrow? What would you tell them? <laughs> Uh, remember that a lot of, uh, you know, if you're going to boot camp in any service, it's all head games. Um, <laughs> you got the never quit attitude. Hopefully, 
um, because, you know, nobody's going to hurt you, um, you know, bad. You might get some bumps and bruises along the way, but, you know, kind of know what you want to do, know what you want to use the military for, because trust me, they're going to use you for whatever they need. Um, <laughs> I've, I've got a lot of hindsight now looking at different things. I was trying to mentor uh, company grade officers as I was getting out as a major. I saw different things along my way out. Um, you know, any certifications you can get, uh, education, use all those benefits, um, depending on whether you plan on staying in or not, um, because the military will get whatever it wants out of you. So, you know, try to try to earn that back on, on your side and push your, push yourself for, you know, better things in the future. Uh, like I said, getting, getting trained on things that maybe a lot of people in the civilian sector aren't going to have opportunities for, mm-hmm. um, it'll just help you kind of push yourself away from, you know, the pack and make you look better for whatever you're trying to do down the road. Right on. Yeah. yeah. And speaking of down the road, um, you know, cause I, I get this a lot with it, and I think it's just instilled in veterans, you know, once we're out, but how much is the military that you've learned in the military? Are you bringing to your woodworking business? It, it's, it's just, uh, you know, that, that community aspect of, you know, kind of, obviously, like you say, veterans referring veterans and, you know, I'm always tagging veterans, support veterans. Um, and there's that patriotic attitude. Um, some people, you know, some people get mad at us saying we're desecrating the flag by making these and, you know, we're, we're going against the flag code and, and things huh. like that. And, and we, we have to be, you know, we're, we're not, we're not violating flag code because it's not an official flag at a federal building. It's not being flown. Uh, it's an artistic representation of the flag. It's, you know, we'll go on the freedom of speech issue too. Um, you know, it's an artistic representation. It's not an actual like U S official flag because I've made some flags. Other people are like, wow, you made that. Like some of the Confederate split flags I've made, you know, they're like, did you have any moral issues with that? No, it's our history. You know, many people are trying to erase certain history now, but you can't. Like, it's, this is where we are now. That's what we were. You know, I don't, I don't have an issue with that. There's, uh, you know, if people ask for certain things, maybe I'll say no. Uh, other flag makers will make it. Um, you know, uh, it, it just depends on who's making them, what you want to stand for. Um, you know, where you'll take business and where you won't take business. Um, Mm -hmm. I haven't said no to anybody yet. Um, I think the biggest one was the, I think somebody asked if I was okay making another like split Confederate flag. I think it was maybe the second one I did. Uh, yeah, it was like a split Confederate, uh, Alabama flag. And, yeah they're like i don't know if you have issues i was like i don't have issues with it you know another mm-hmm. one was a split confederate u.s marine flag um you know and then i just did another one was a split uh split confederate florida flag um mm-hmm. but that guy was a repeat com- customer he's an air force veteran and his either grandfather or great no great great grandfather was in the fifth florida regiment during the civil war so i was like wow i was like I mean, either way, he's still like still a patriot, still fought for what he believed in, you know, with this country. So I was like, I, I was like, that's cool, man. I mean, yeah. Well, that's, I, I have I had no problem with that. And yeah. it came out looking good. <laughs> <laughs> right on. Yeah, dude, that's that's I never with 
thought of that with people giving you crap about, you know, the flack. But it's yeah. it's a really good point that you brought up with that. I'm glad you said something about that because I, I that never honestly crossed my mind. Oh so, yeah, I had yeah. yeah, I had a I had a I had a pretty good troll on Instagram with uh, my blue line, the most recent blue line flag, and he was going back and forth for a while, and I was not answering him. Like he's like, "This is a you know, this is an oppressive flag, and it's there." I was like, uh, I was like "No, thin blue line supports law enforcement. It supports those who've fallen, you know, supporting law enforcement." And he's like, "No," he's like, "In the book 1984," and you're like, "Whoa, like." You know, and then one of my buddies started going back and forth with him, and then I just I blocked him, and then he started trolling another guy's flags, and we were just like, oh my gosh. <laughs> keyboard warrior. Someone needs a job. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, you get a lot. Of, I see a lot on my side too, um, and it's it's ridiculous, you know, especially with everything that you guys are doing. It's um, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> so yeah. Well, brother, what's um, one more time for everybody listening out, but what's What's the link for that charity auction that you've got going with your flag? So it uh, it's till the 26th of October. Um, huh. They're they're looking to raise a total of three three grand or thirty five hundred, and I think they're at twenty two hundred already. Um, but it's thirty two auctions dot com uh, backslash VPF for veteran powered films. Awesome. And okay. if you uh, if you there's 11 items on there. You can click on that and, it, and you can pull up crafts. And then there's only three crafts on there. Uh, there's like a couple coin coin racks, something else. And then the, uh, the Betsy Ross Second Amendment flag that's okay. on there right now. It's at $78, $78 is the highest bid right now. So okay. I usually I usually sell those for $135. So. Okay. Right on. 50, yeah. yeah, 50% of that flag sale is going to Veteran Powered Films. Okay. Yep. And what's what's for you? What's the best con- way for people to check out your stuff and place an order? So uh, pretty easy. Either go to our Facebook page or our Instagram page, Veteran Custom Woodworks with an X, and just uh, message us directly. And I think another thing I do that's different than most people, uh, I, I tell you kind of what the time frame will be, where you're at as far as orders. And then I update people as I go with their flag to make sure it's what they want. I've had to tweak a couple flags along the way or add something at the end before I seal it. Um, so I send you photos of where it's at. I show you when I'm starting, uh, all that stuff. Oh, so sweet, I, I keep I keep everybody up to date because they're you know they're made to order. I may be working on three at a time, but I'll you know I send you you know how it's looking before before I send it out to you. So. Oh, that's um, great, man. I'm yeah. sure people really appreciate that. That's really cool. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I get, I get great feedback. They're like, oh, looking awesome, and oh, yeah. it's beautiful. And they're like, oh, I can't wait to give it to them. And, you know, yeah. you're just like, you're like, sweet. You know, and to have your art hanging in somebody else's house is, is pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, dude. Well, yeah. yours is up. Usually his is in uh, my garage if we don't have it up at events. So every time I pop it up, the garage, the flag's right there. Yeah. So, yeah. No, that's cool, man. I'd, I'd be super excited if I was as talented and people were actually buying it. So, yeah, I'm not on almost, that level. <laughs> <laughs> almost had 100 flags. So, uh, it's pretty cool. Made made uh, about 69 last year. And with the move and different vacations and stuff, we're, we're a little lower this year, but we're almost at 100. Um, if, you're, if you're listening, you want to check out some of our stuff, uh, check out our photos. 
I have some things in stock that you can buy today. Um, and I will, I will send it out uh, at the end of the month when I get home. But, uh, yeah, we got some cool stuff available. Uh, my red, white, and brew flag is still out there for either your man cave or a pub. Uh, that's the one with the bottle caps as the stars. Um, you know, so, again, the red, white, and brew flag. Uh, somebody's like, you should do a red wine and blue flag. Hey. Wine, wine corks as the stars. We'll see. Huh. Uh, yeah. But, yeah. Right on. Well, hey, one of our things, because you're, you know, we have just started this podcast, but one of the things that we've started to do now is open it up on to questions within our Facebook group. And I threw it out on the Instagram because it was kind of, you know, last minute getting you in here just a little bit. But yeah, um, we threw out some questions out there. So real quick, I think we answered one of them. But coming from Dr. Angel Storm, she said, Jason, how did you get started doing the flags? And I think we kind of answered that one a little bit there. But yep. Yeah, and then there is what's the most memorable, coolest, and or best flag that you've created? Woof. Um, most memorable, I would say, I mean, other than the first one to get me going, um, I'd probably say the first, like, police prayer one, because that, mm-hmm. was, that was really learning a new technique, learning how to do it. And then, you know, it was going to her brother who just got promoted to chief in New York. So I was like, ah, New York cop, all that stuff. I was like, that's, that's pretty cool. Um, so that was pretty memorable. The coolest flag. Um, I think the, I mean, the Betsy Ross second amendment flag is pretty cool. Um, just cause I'm doing new techniques on certain things. Uh, I do like the red, white, and brew flag. Honestly, I, mm-hmm. I, I think it's I think it's pretty cool. Um, and then probably the best flag. Uh, it's the BRB anyone... flag, dude. I, I got your answer. <laughs> Obviously, <right there. laughs> uh, pro- probably any Colorado State flag I've done are, are the best ones. <laughs> yeah, he pushes out tons. When you follow him, you're gonna think he's you know living here down in Colorado because there's CSU and and Broncos, and you're always anytime one from Colorado's up there, you're always tagging me in it. So I love it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but no, and that that Betsy Ross one you got going is cool because when you're saying you've got what do you got like five five six rounds in there? Uh, look like? I think no, they're not five five six. Uh, believe they're believe they're forty cal. Okay. Yeah, but he's, so, you've yeah. got them protruding from. It's not like they're truly embedded in where they're flush with the right. whole flag. They're sticking yep. out, so that it's yep. really, it's really cool looking, man. Yeah. So I love it, man. Well, that's that's sweet, brother. So everybody that's listening, go check out Jason with Veteran Custom Woodworks, and and brother, I appreciate you having you spending the time with me, man. And um, you know, hopefully one of these days we'll be having a VRV event near you soon, dude. So yeah, yeah, you gotta let us know when uh when when we'll do one in Dallas and we'll definitely come down or Dallas area. Yep. For yep. sure. Yep, it's it's coming, brother. Believe me, it's coming. So well right on, dude. I appreciate everything you do and, and I seriously do love your flags and everybody else does too that's see seeing it out here. So Yeah, I appreciate um, it. Thank you for the charity work too, dude. That's that's yep. truly incredible. So well right on, Jason. Um well thanks for coming on, brother, and you have a good one, dude. All right, you too. And I, uh, I apologize. I didn't, I didn't get to uh, meet you during the Patriot tour. I saw you, I saw you up in oh, Denver, but I, right. I didn't get over there. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So we, so, so taking it back a little bit. So yeah, we were. Um, I think that was right after we kind of first met 
on Instagram, if I if I remember, yeah. I remember you've been on a little bit, and yeah. then you had put up. I went I went down with the Wounded Warrior Project down to that. Uh, what was it? What was it called again? The Patriots Patri- tour. Patriot tour. Yeah. Yeah. With um. Oh my gosh! Now I'm going to draw blanks with everybody's names, but Chris Kyle's wife Tara. Um. Marcus Luttrell, Marcus David Luttrell. Goggins. Yes. Yep. And uh, Chad Chad Fleming. Yeah, Chad Fleming. Yeah, I got yep. to meet Chad Fleming. Um, well, me and my daughter did. I brought my daughter down with me. Um, but yeah, we were. I saw you put a picture up. I'm like, dude, are you down here? <laughs> and uh, yeah, so it was. I mean, but you know, we're down off 16th, 16th Street Mall, and I wasn't yep. hanging around there with my daughter too. Exactly. Too <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, but yeah, one of these days we'll run into each other, brother, and uh, it's going to be a good time. So yeah. Um, well, sweet dude. Well. Thank you once again, and um, again, everybody, go check out his work. It's truly cool, and um, thanks, brother. All right, man. I appreciate it. All right, man. See you, bud. All right. Take care.